So welcome to another episode of The Shredder Show. And today we have got Mr. Dan Simmons, notorious, who's back. And we're going to discuss the importance of why weight loss surgery doesn't work and why quick fixes are only going to lead you to probably more upset, more disheart and an empty wallet and a lot of pain in the process. Because fundamentally, when you go through a weight loss surgery and go through the process of that, it's going to work in some respects, but in the long run, you're shooting yourself in the foot. So before we begin this, if you haven't already, make sure you've subscribed to the podcast, leave us a five-star review and share this episode with a friend as we're going to give you tons and tons of value. So thank you very much, Dan, for jumping on. No problem. First question back to you, Charlie. Have you ever thought about it or do you know anyone that's done it? Uh, I don't know any. Actually, no, I had, when I was first became a personal trainer when I was 18, I trained a woman who won the lottery she had weight loss surgery, I think, a couple of years after I stopped training her. If I kept training her, maybe she wouldn't have needed it. But that's the only person I know. I don't know of any clients who've come to us and then had it because you won't need it, put it like that. And I think the problem with weight loss surgery is, is the, the society we live in where people are looking for a quick, instant fix. And the reality is that if it's taking you 10 years to put on 50 pounds of body fat, you going in for surgery to get it removed is, is not going to... Yeah. fix the root cause of the problems essentially yeah 100 percent. i think i just think that it just sets people up for so much failure because there's no backup with you're gonna have this surgery now and kind of people just let them the surgery we're talking about here what would you say like liposuction uh, gastric sleeves bypasses and things like that yeah so liposuction so we'll go into different different things here so we talk about gastric sleeves is is an interesting one so essentially you're having your stomach like pinned in half so you can't eat as much food because you cannot physically control how much fucking food you're putting in your face. Just like if you're listening to this and you're thinking about that, that is the root like cause the problem. And Dan is a really good example of this. You haven't had the gastric sleeve, but for example, Dan, talk about your own journey because you were like a big guy a few years ago. Lost, lost 30 years ago. Uh, sorry, 30 years ago. I'm only 32. Um, I lost 30 kilos. Yeah. About six years ago. So proof in the pudding, like do it yourself and, do it better but yeah there's there's so many surgeries out there the gastric sleeve is quite a, it's, it's a tricky one and you know i know of people that have had it and they can cheat the system because if they eat slower they can manage to get all the food back in their stomach again do you know what i mean they just it's weird it's very it's a very strange one why you would want i could probably understand it for people that are potentially i don't know like the last option they can physically have to eat less food otherwise they feel sick but I just think, again, it's just going to set someone else up for failure. Well, I think this comes back to the root cause. The problem is people need to understand that the number one reason you're in the position you're in is your own psychology and your own relationship with food. And all this isn't the real, really like the demon in the corner people probably want to deal with. This is going to be the issue. So you may well be listening to this right now thinking like, yes, every time I get stressed, I end up eating the, the box, a pack of Harry by way, I end up going to the digest the biscuits or whatever it might be. Yeah. Or I drink an entire bottle of wine. Like, that's your coping mechanism. And if you're listening to this right now, what's really important for you to do is if you have something like that, identify what it is. Because what you tend to find when people get stressed, they have two responses to food. One, they either struggle to eat, or two, they can't stop eating. So for me, I'm more in the camp where if I'm really stressed, I'm not interested in eating. I'm thinking about trying to deal with whatever the problem is. Whereas, which I will still eat because I know I have yeah. to but I'm not going to be wanting to like raid the fridge because I'm, my mind's preoccupied with whatever problem I'm trying to think of. And then if you're the other end of the spectrum, other people go on rampages eating because they're looking for like a quick dopamine hit, which makes them feel good. 
and people go looking for other dopamine hits which can be other things from drugs sex adrenaline from driving fast whatever it might be and a really good example of this is the boxer tyson fury nearly killed himself he talks about i think he was driving like 150 miles an hour in his ferrari he thought about putting off a bridge because he was unhappy but the reason he was doing dumb shit like that is because he was looking for a dopamine hit to get himself away from the problems he had in his life and when people start to connect those dots together that then can, can become very powerful and it's that neurological hormone hit that you can't, you know, you can't give it to someone. Do you know what I mean? Like any, no surgery on earth will give you that same thing you're looking for. I just think surgery has been broadcasted so much in the media and in the news that it's sort of like a fix, but it's not. I'd love to, I'd love to have someone on here who's had potentially gastric surgery with their stomachs and see what their actual experience is with it. It'd be nice to have someone that's had great success because potentially they've had the education to go along with it or someone who's sort of just been forced into having the surgery and actually have gotten nowhere because they didn't have any backup knowledge or given, you know, a blueprint to say, this is how your life has got to be now. Alongside having this surgery, you need to eat less food and eat healthier styles of food in order for it to actually take effect. I, I kind of get the impression that people just have it sent on their way. And this is a big surgery, you know, this is like a general anesthetic surgery you know, where sometimes people have half their stomachs removed and it's like, where do you go from now? Your life will change instantly overnight. It's not one of these things where, oh, you'll feel the effects in six months. No, initially, straight away, you're going to feel like shit. For what? Like, I don't understand. I think it definitely plays its roles on people that are, you know, seriously, you see these the people that two, 300 kilos, potentially it could work. But I just think for the general population, it's one of those things I wouldn't even ever consider. But I also think well, one of the things that's interesting that you actually said there, which I'm going to sort of twist a little bit, is that it's not how much food people are eating, it's the issue, it's how many calories people are eating. Mm. So for anyone listening to this, go back if you haven't and listen to the previous episode I did with Jeremy, one of our other coaches, where we talked specifically in terms of difference between food volume and calories. So that would be the previous episode to this podcast, and that would give you a bit more of an in-depth explanation. But the issue is that people have a gastric band they can still fucking like neck a litre and a half of full fat Coke every day and still cause themselves to be type two diabetics and still cause all these problems. And it does work, but I think it's with a caveat and I have seen it work well for people, but in terms of the options out there, it's probably one of the better ones. If there ever was a better option for weight loss surgery, but the real option is for anyone listening to this, you don't need to go down that route. This isn't complicated. Once you know, like once you have a process that works, like me and Dan's almost with thousands of people, over and over and over again like it will work it's just you need to actually stick to it and be patient with the process and be willing to do the work and then yeah. you work hard for six to 12 months like dan did you will completely change your life yeah no it's a uh, and you educate yourself along the way so like i mean stomachs aside what about these sort of i would say gastric surgery would be like the biggest one but something cosmetic which probably gets categorized in the same as sort of like plastic surgery and things like that would be like liposuction where someone has the impression that they can go in and they will get sculpted a brand new body. I mean, it's beyond me because I understand the human body and autonomy is that someone will have the impression. And I've spoken to people before where they have this impression where they get sold this package, right? They're going to go in and they're going to come out of their dream body. Yeah, but they've never trained before. So they're going to have no muscle underneath. So like, I don't know what, I think they expect they're going to look like action man. That's what I think they think is going to happen. But the actual fact is that it would be so like, where would you start? I mean, if you was carrying excess body fat 
and you had potentially your midsection done. So you've got this slim midsection, yet you've still got a big face. I don't know where it goes. It kind of needs to be, it's a bit of a weird one for me. And I don't like, really get it. And, and like chubby man to eat. Like you can't, this is, this yeah. is the thing for anyone listening to this. You cannot liposuction your entire body, which is no. why it doesn't work because you will look fucking stupid. Because as Dan said, it, it, it's like the same thing. You can get like ab implants, but like you can have ab implants, but you've got a face like a moon, like moon face, you bloated. No legs. Yeah, it, it makes, makes no sense. It literally just wouldn't work at all. And that's one of those things that people need to really understand is that, okay, you can remove body fat by doing liposuction from certain areas. But the reality is what's also going to happen when you remove that, they're essentially removing fat cells. But what happens is you still have the shitty old habits you had beforehand, which is why you have <laughs> weight to lose. So guess what's going to happen? The remaining fat cells you have in the rest of your body are then going to get bigger. And you might get hyperplasia in them, which is where they actually multiply. And that's like that's the problem. It's okay, you might lose some body fat from around your hips and your lower back. But guess what? You didn't have the fat cells removed from your chest. So now you don't have any uh, fat cells in your stomach area. Where is all the body fat going to go that's going to recruit on your chest? What's one of the big things that men complain about is having like saggy man breast tits, whatever. This is what you need to think about, understand, is that the body's one big machine. Like we have fat pads on the bottom of our feet. I noticed like before when I got really, really lean, like competing, uh, even that would start to reduce a bit and it would hurt a little bit walking on really hard ground. Like you have fat everywhere in your body and we need fat for like a brain to operate and for hormonal function, like that is important. But you cannot just suck the fat out of the body and expect to look the way you want to look. And also as Dan said, what's going to happen is you end up looking like a bag of bones. And even if you do do that, you will end up, what will happen, they can't make you super shredded, like lean in terms of removing that much fat. They can remove a lot of the fat cells. You will end up looking skinny fat. And that is all I've ever seen. Yeah. I've never seen anyone have liposuction look like a cover model body, if that makes sense. Thing is though, so say someone gets, let's, let's picture this for example, someone has their fat removed. I would, let's say, I don't know, all areas. Let's say a good, a vast amount of body, right? They've gone to, know, they've gone to Turkey to get it done, right? They've got this awesome package. Someone sold them it because that's what's happened and they've seen fantastic photos. They haven't really thought about the recovery process because that will be so sore. You get this image now, you're skinny fat. You're like, oh shit, well, I've got no fat. I've also got no muscle. So what do you then do then? You then have to start building muscle. And how do we build muscle? We have to be in a calorie surplus. But along with building muscle, you will build fat. So exactly like Charlie said, where will this fat get stored? It's quite amusing, really. Like, I wouldn't want to see it because I wouldn't wish it upon anyone. But it would be like, I seriously think you would be in a horrible position. I think you'd be better off in the other position. And the one thing with this is you can never undo it. No. There is, like, there's all well and good, like, and that's not like, there's a lot of bullshit diets out there, like the, the tea fat loss diets. You've got ketogenic diets retarded, like... There's loads of stupid stuff we could go juice, into. Juice plus is juicing diet's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, I, loads, I like, there's loads of moronic stuff which makes no difference. I, I know, the, best one about, the best about the juice one is um, I've, I've lost loads of weight on the juice diet. Yeah, because there's no food. You're not eating any food, so of course you're going to lose weight, right? I don't know. But what I was going to say that the problem with the the things like juice diets and all these other things, like okay, as much as they are terrible you can do this dumb shit for a while. You might ruin your metabolism. Okay. But if, if you come work with me, Dan, whoever, we can fix that for you in six to 12 months, however long it might take. 
if you go and have this surgery, same with the gastric band, you cannot undo this. You cannot put the fat cells back. You cannot fix body fat distribution across your body. You are literally committing to this and you're all in. There is no going back. So that's really how you have to think about this because you will never get a natural look that looks normal. Your body would always just look a bit weird, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I, yeah, 100%. And you know what? Hard work will trump anything. The thought in someone's head to say you're going to go and get your fat sucked out, it's not going to happen. Now, I will talk about one surgery which I would probably advise, and it comes under the fat loss category. But for, say, for example, someone's lost 100 kilos, they've got loose skin. Now, I would suggest someone having their excess skin removed. I think it will absolutely change your life. That will be like the finishing touch to all of your hard work. And almost like, I would almost, a weird fucking way to think about this, but almost think of that as a treat to yourself in terms of, I've finished Picasso's masterpiece. I just need to get this off, which I can't, can't, there's no fit. Like me and Dan, the matter of the the wizards of shreds we might be in terms of helping people, we cannot remove that for you. And there is no other way. If you've lost 200 pounds, 100 pounds of body fat, like we've had some clients do, there's no way to get rid of that without having that removed. So that is one thing I I would 100% agree with. That's one thing that I'd push though, is I'd push potentially in the UK where we have the NHS system where it gets abused for someone potentially pushing to get gastric surgery. I would probably suggest let's push people to get, you know, for free because sometimes you have to pay for these things, right? They'd probably more be inclined to give someone gastric surgery rather than give someone free skin reduction. They'd probably be like, well, actually, well, actually, you you know, your health markers are okay now. This is just for vanity. But actually, no, that means a lot to someone and you should kind of give them the nod and the appreciation that they deserve because they've done this journey and say, do you know what? The icing on the cake, you can have this surgery for free because you've, because you've saved us a fucking job, right? You haven't let us give you the gastric surgery and you've been coming to the doctors, the hospitals months with poor health, diabetes, potentially heart disease in the future. You've done something about it. So here's your, here's your treat. You can have some free skin loss surgery, you know, whatever. That's how it should be in life, personally. I think you, people should get rewarded for doing hard work rather than actually, no, I'm going to make you feel better. Let's give you something and give you no education behind it and just set someone else up for failure. Great. The last one I wanted to talk about, which I've done a post on this morning on Instagram, which is something I see this bullshit advertised all the time, and it's fat freezing. Now, looking into the studies and the research on this, it is a bit like, I don't quite know how to quantify it. It's just a bit of a sham, to be honest with you. So the, the results from this are like, at best, very, very mild. But where and would you get of, it? Where, where would you get this administered, Charlie? So people get this done like their, their midsection is the big one. Now, the but reality where, is, like, where would you would you have to go to hospital? Or is it like local? Uh, yeah, no, local they go, go into like shitty little clinics. So, like, for example, there's some. Is, yeah, this is where yeah, I'm going. Yeah, with this. yeah, yeah. like the like the, the do it for yourself, like sit in the deep freezer. It's not sit in the deep freezer, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> and there's and it's prevalent in Dubai. They love crap like this, and the advertisements for it and stuff are so vague. And like, for example, the the post I put up is literally some ludicrous before and after photo, and I was like, that is not from fat freezing that will not solve your problem. And it's the same in terms of the, the liposuction. It's the same in terms of the gastric band. If you're listening to this and you're getting lured into the quick fix with these things, this is not going to help you because the raw fundamental problem is you need to cause, like fix the problem. The problem at the moment is you've got a bad relationship with food. You're not self-aware and don't understand how your body works. And this is what's causing you to gain body fat, be unhappy and be in a place where you're actually looking out for a quick fix 
just to try and get the solution done. Now, the reality is like you can try all this stuff. A lot of it's completely irreversible and cost you tens of thousands of pounds and won't actually get you where you want to be. Or you can do something that scientifically, biologically, our body wants to do, which is be in healthy and good shape. Work with me, Dan, one of the team, whoever, and actually work on this, work on yourself and like improve yourself to lose the body fat. And deep down, we all know that the sense of pride and self-achievement at the end of doing it yourself the right way versus trying to do it like a sham way via liposuction or weight loss surgery or something like that, it's going to be way better. The other thing I'd lastly add into that before I let Dan speak is that if you think about, oh, someone comes up to your party, like, oh, I've lost, a, you lost a hundred pounds of weight. How have you done that? Oh, I had liposuction or I had a gastric band. Like in, in my opinion, for some, like, if someone says that to me, I'm like, you copy, you copy that. Like where someone like Dan lost a shitload of weight, that's fucking insane. I said on the previous podcast with Jeremy, we just had a new client, Derek son up, who's 550 pounds. He's already lost 30 pounds. Goal is getting down to 300 pounds. People like that who commit and work, I have huge respect for and go to end of the earth for because that shows what people are about rather than people who are soft is the word I, I, I want to use. And I think that's yeah. the, as a society, the way we're going. Um, you also missed a big one there, Charlie, is that if they do it the right way, they can save money as well. Because guess what? Eating less food costs less money. It's as simple as that. You know, I think you're 100% correct. And, um, you know, there is only one way to do this. You know, a lot of people, and there's only, there's only one way to do both sides of the spectrum. If you want to go and lean muscle, there is generally only one way. You know, put yourself in a calorie surplus. Wherever you're an enhanced athlete or not, you still have to eat more food. No one's going to magic this for you. Calorie deficit is going to make you lose body fat. That is the only way. Like, there is no secret we can't i don't know i can't brand this any i can't package this up any other way from you apart from to say you know you're gonna have to eat less food you're gonna have to eat more food as simple as that but i actually i, I change just, that not less food less calories because you can eat yeah, more volume of food by better, yeah, you can, better choices yeah less calories and i think that's what it comes down to as well i mean i've got a, my i'm getting some fencing done in the garden at the moment and um one of the guys he's recently lost five stone five stone i was like wow how do you do that oh i just started um reducing my calorie intake i was like ah like shit like he didn't even know <laughs> reinvented the wheel yeah he didn't even know that i did this as a living i was like oh i'm a i'm an online coach and he's like oh are you i was like yeah i said well done mate like often enough when you get talking to people like that instead of what i like to do with someone that's lost a lot of weight is i like to question them but make it all about themselves i feel like they should they should have the opportunity to tell their story to everyone because I think it's motivating. Do you know what I mean? Like instead of going in and be like, oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, well I lost. It's easy and this happens in life actually. This doesn't just matter about fat loss because it can happen about anything. People often speak to someone and then butt in and then you start talking about yourself. Where actually, that guy's just lost five stone. I just let him talk to me for half an hour. All about him. And I was like, he will feel amazing now. And that will spur him to do the next phase or to keep it off because he's just giving all this information about how he's done it rather than someone saying, oh yeah, I've done that. And it's like, oh, well, great. Well, I was trying to tell you about, you know, my achievement's slightly bigger. It's five stone, better than your one kilo or whatever. But like, that's what you need to do to people. If you ever come across someone, not just fat loss, but wants to talk about something they've done in the accomplishment, give them the time of day to let them talk about it. I think that's a very powerful point to think about to start to finish on. I think the big thing I would finally finish on for this episode is that for anyone who's looking to lose weight, think about what Dan just said in terms of that conversation. The fact that, where do you want to be in a year's time when you've lost 
20 kilos of body fat. When someone says to you, Mary, John, how have you done this? You look and say, oh, I had liposuction or, or I did a gastric plan. Or you'd be like, oh, I started working out and eating healthier and I got some help from, from a trainer and he's guided me through this. And like, my life's so much better. I eat really healthy. My digestion's great. I sleep really well. I've got great libido, all these sort of things. Like the choice is yours with that, which, which, which way you want to go. And ultimately you will know the easier option, which isn't really going to work long-term as we discussed. And then the right option, which we know like six to 12 months of work, one big transformation and you change your life for the rest of your life. 100%. And you know what? Often enough, the answer you're looking for is either right in front of you or within an arm's reach. It's not searching on the internet to find the best person to do the surgery. It's not researching something else. It's in your house. It's where you live. This is what nine times out of, prob- nine times out of 10, the problems that you've got will, we- will be controlled within arm's reach of each other. This is what will be controlling the calorie intake. Simple. It, it really is simple. But then again, sometimes people think it's too simple. But it's really not. Uh, there's a business saying it's a simple scales, fancy fails. Think about it like that. Yes. On that. There so, um, for anyone who needs any help and doesn't want to use weight loss surgery and the other bullshit, feel free mm-hmm. to reach out. Me, Dan, whoever on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn would absolutely love to help. There's a link below the podcast. You can book a free fitness strategy call as well. And if you've enjoyed this episode, me and Dan not talking any crap, then please drop us both messages with any feedback. Make sure you share this with stories. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Share it with a friend. And we'll see you next episode very soon.